at the end of the movie, she's like, and for health tips, you know, subscribe to my newsletter. I'm like, why would I? And who has a newsletter nowadays? I know, that's the other thing, like, too. Every time she time mentions it, I'm like, wow, that's really... She's hitting, they're hitting all of the audiences, though. So yeah. the yeah. newsletter, you know what? You know the what? AR app, they want everyone to be So she's going across all platforms. Exactly. Yeah. You know what a newsletter is not? What? It is not new V. I get it. Oh, ching hey. So she's going to be doing, like, church bulletins soon. Like, what do you got? Like? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's I got like, flyers. Could you imagine at the beginning of a church service, screen drops down, and there she is. While you're waiting on the pastor oh, to arrive. Oh, we are That's right. Okay, and number there's one. There's a video game, but it's like, I don't know, Jesus trying to escape? Oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah, that, that that well, no, it's, it's, it's your throwing stones at Jesus. Wow. Ooh, I was trying to really avoid the whole throwing anything at Jesus. I'm assuming we're not taping, right? And my mic is not. Is my mic working? Because yeah. there's no light. Oh, it's working. So maybe, okay. maybe, okay, maybe the video game wouldn't have to do with Jesus. Maybe it would be like um, Sodom and Gomorrah. And welcome to another episode of Even More Mashed Up, a pop culture podcast brought to you by Misericordia University, featuring two professors talking about all things pop culture. I am Patrick. And I am Alan, and that was a smooth intro. It was. I learned to pause for your woohoo. And here's the thing. Today, I'm not going to do the show solo. No, we're a duo. You're oh like Lord. the Chewy to my Han. Mm, I would say you're more like the Elf Don't say three. it. No, that's, that's not a bad one. Let me try another one. Uh, you're <laughs> like Don't the, say uh, it. Don't. You're like nope. the... Uh, nope. Don't say it. Uh, nope. Hawkeye to my Luke Skywalker. Well, those are... Okay, I, I can live with that. <laughs> because I get to be Hawkeye. I know. I know. It would make you happy. Yes. So, if you haven't guessed... Yes, we're talking about the latest installment in the Star Wars franchise. Solo. A Star Wars story. It is a Star Wars story. Well, that's the full title. Technically, I... Thank you. <laughs> I just wasn't sure if you knew that. Dropping some knowledge. Because that's what I do. Yeah, you know, because on this podcast, that's the kind of insight you get. Oh, yeah. You don't get on the Maria Menounos. <laughs> exactly. Her, her newsletter. Yeah, her newsletter. She doesn't give you the full solo. title of these. Yeah. 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 People are confused. <laughs> is it Solo, the character from Spider-Man? I bet a lot of people it, question. Yeah, oh, in the I don't think bulletin. anyone remembers yeah. that there's a solo character from Spider-Man. No, they didn't because his uh, solo series lasted like eight issues and then was canceled. Yeah. Like yeah. a year ago. So, yeah. So, anyway, today we're going to see Solo Can We Go. That didn't quite work as well. Yeah, no. Please tell me you don't have a list so of solo No, I just, on both I just come up right off there. the top of, my head, top of my head. Okay. Got that had me No worried. solo yeah. lines here. Speaking of solo... Oh, no. Numbers? Numbers! Uh, As, of course, everybody probably knows at this point. I don't. I haven't looked at the numbers at all. The movie did not do as well as expected. Worse than Deadpool not doing as well as expected? Because Deadpool missed by a whole five million Yeah, no, it missed by a little bit more. How much? Well, what? They were predicting the first weekend to be like 130 to 150. That was Deadpool range. Was that Deadpool? That's what you told me last week. Maybe they were thinking Solo was higher. Maybe Solo was higher. Deadpool was 135 and it hit 130. Yeah. So maybe Solo was expected higher. It came well low. Like it managed 103 for the four day. Outperformed by Deadpool. Oh, yeah. And only 83 for the three-day weekend, which puts it, wow, seventh all-time for Memorial Day openings. Ugh. Would, you like to, would you like to guess what number one is? Uh, Independence Day. No. But you're thinking in the right uh, vein. So Will Smith or Will Smith? Aliens? No. Men in, Men no. in Black? No. Alien Invasions? No. 
that none of those are the What's, vein. White House getting blown up? No. What's it, what, what, what vein what is vein it? Is left? Well, let me tell you what the <laughs> yeah. movies are, and you might be able to figure out what the vein are. Because six out of the seven, I think, have something in common. So okay. number one is Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End. Which one was that? The third one? Okay, don't remember it. Uh, second is Indiana Jones and Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I, you know, the refrigerator scene? Yes. Literally. Third Ooh. is X-Men Last Stand. Fourth, La- wait, wait, X-Men Last Stand is was, the third one. Was the third, third one? one, yes. The, it's third place? It's third place. Wow, people had this no idea. This is a horrible weekend. There, yeah, there we go. <laughs> there is, except with the one exception. because So it's been yeah. out-competed by a bunch of crap. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I Fast and say Furious crap, 6. I'm not sure we could use that on the podcast. Yeah, we can. Fast and Furious <laughs> 6 is next. pile of it. Six. Yeah. Then yeah. Days of Future Past, which is actually the one decent one on the list. Days of Future Past is... And then Hangover Part Two. Oh my like, god! Like I looked at the list, I'm like, well, Memorial Day weekend just kind of sucks when it comes to like it's bad wow. movies. I would have guessed that Memorial Day weekend was a great weekend. Well, no, to lunch, everyone you know? wants to hang out at home and not go and out barbecue. and barbecue yeah, no, and everything. Yeah, yeah. Like I looked at parades the list of, every other day. Yeah, Solo might actually be quality wise better than most of the other films That's what on that. Well, me. let's pump it's the brakes a, on the quality terrible, of Solo. But yeah, like but that is a terrible list. Terrible oh. movies coming out on Memorial Day weekend is kind of a trend. Because yeah, can like, I say though real quickly? One of the things that drives me nuts about what you've been bringing for numbers lately uh-huh. is that we decide whether a film is successful or not based on whether it hits the predicted box mm. office True. or not. Yes, which seems like a uh. really backwards way of right. doing it. I agree. Like, it might somehow gauge underperformance or overperformance. But not good or but, bad. But, but not quality and, yep. and like, so... Like, right. I, most people that yeah. I've talked to that have seen the film enjoyed it's the It's a fun film. movie, yeah. Like, it's nothing groundbreaking. They just enjoyed no. it. It was a great, it for was a, a fun film. For but, a movie that, you know, quantitatively did not need to exist, it's a perfectly <laughs> fun film. Well, but here's the thing. Maybe it fits on that list in some ways, then, because most of those like, movies did not need to exist or well, should not exist. Well, Pirates Three, yeah, or whatever. Which take your Pirates movie. I don't yeah. care which one you want to talk. Well, about. except for the first one, I'm fine with the first one. Existing. The first one because it was so new, I can live. Everything with. after everything that after is kind of a hot mess. You don't need. It's just building on a franchise mm-hmm. and it's money grabs. But yeah. I still go to watch them. Yeah, like I, I, you know me, I, I like films is like that. Like it, I will. Is this my window to bring up Transformers? Yeah, because it feels like Transformers fits into this. So I'm surprised Transformers is not right. Yeah, well, Memorial the next the, the next one will probably come out on Memorial Day. Yeah, now. it seems like it's. <laughs> well, no, did you hear that they, they have downward. apparently like suspended all the Transformers movies after the Bumblebee really film? Yeah, like there there's rumors that they're going to do a complete reboot. Oh, I hope Michael Bay's in charge. I I think Ooh. pretty confident. He's not <laughs> yeah, that 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 doesn't really feel as rebooty yeah. as but it, to me uh, so could be. I would argue Solo fits. It might be a better made film right. than yeah. the list you're looking at, but in many ways, it's, whoops, it's that kind of film. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give you You know, that. like I'll it is, that. it kind of is what it is. In fact, my first note was, it felt kind of, to me, like Deadpool 2 felt to you. Now, you hated Deadpool 2. No, I did hated. not hate Deadpool hated. I, I don't know why he hated it so much. I listened to the podcast again, and you clearly said you hated it. I <laughs> No. <laughs> No. Sorry, no, it was, no, it was no, clearly really. stated that you yeah, hated it. Yeah, it. Cl- yes, it was clearly stated by two out of the three people in the room that I, love, I hated the film. I love the passive voice every once in a while. Yeah, the yeah, passive voice really, can be your friend. Really get to, yeah. Things were said. <laughs> it was stated. As I recall, what you said about Deadpool was, I didn't hate it. That was kind of your... I enjoyed it. But you did all, you literally said word for word, I did not hate it. 
in response to your you hated it, yes. <laughs> now you're just being nitpicky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not like my first reaction was, ah, I didn't hate it. Right. No, that's fair. But I felt the same way about this film. It, it's better yeah. than I didn't hate it. Like, it was very enjoyable as a popcorn, science fiction, yeah. like, summer yeah. film. But it certainly wouldn't, like, if, if you have numbers about, like, the best films in the Star Wars universe, I don't feel like it hits. Them. See, my thing is, I don't think it should be a part of the Star Wars universe. Like, it really? is, clearly, because it's Han Solo. It feels like it has to be. Yeah, it feels well, like. But, like, it isn't, like, the whole A Star Wars story, like, get rid of that. Oh. Like, stop adding that tag onto things, because, like, Star Wars is its thing. Right. We could have Solo that exists clearly in that world because that's where yeah. he comes from, but continuously yeah. tagging it on to the original Star Wars. Why does that bother you? Because I, it's not as good? I, I don't, it's not needed. It's just yeah. extra yeah. fluff, and it's not really a part of the overall storyline. Right. But see, to me, the, the fluff and it's not needed, one of the things that just I had a hard time just totally loving this movie is I don't really love prequels. Yeah. Well, in yeah, general, like, I just like I'll give you that. Prequels because you are hard. kind of know where Han Solo has to end. Up, right. 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 Like, he, see, and I, I would I would have much preferred it had been called the Millennium Falcon. Like, it wasn't even a movie about Han Solo uh, for me. Like, it was about Chewie and Han getting yeah. the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. And or all the characters called Han and Chewbacca. Right. Or any, you know, but just well, Solo. If they gave Chewbacca a lot more screen time, maybe. which would be, or you know what they could call it, <laughs> yeah. the Fast and the Furious. I feel like it's that's a, a weird world we don't want to enter. <laughs> Again, it's a mashup that could totally work. It totally could work because you'd have like the Millennium Falcon as your your hot rod car. But that's the thing, like you know, you're going to get the Millennium Falcon right. and it needs to get beaten up. Right. Right. You right. know, uh, you just yeah, you feel the gravity. Right. It's like the Maw or whatever. Yeah. And that even thing is, you know, like, like I would have liked it even better if like at the end we still didn't have the in between. Like he, it ends with him not having the Falcon. Yeah, like that's oh you, yeah. Like you mentally, you know, he gets it eventually, yeah. right? But it ends with it's still Lando's but see, Falcon. But even that would frustrate me because as a kid, when they put Lan- uh, Solo in the uh, deep freeze, yeah, carbonite, the cryogenic chamber, they freeze him in carbonite. In carbonite, when they freeze him in the carbonite, as a kid, I was like, this is so stupid. What yeah. do you mean? You don't end a film that on was tragic. frozen in carbonite. No, it wasn't because you knew he was coming back. Not at that point, you didn't. Oh, you did. No. Uh. I don't know, man. I feel like back then you probably wouldn't have known. Yeah, yeah no. I don't remember if, I, if I knew or it's not. It's the difference between <laughs> but it Empire felt like, Strikes Back and Infinity War. Because now, Infinity War, we right. know all those people See, are coming back. As a kid, though, like I, I left the theater with no doubt that Solo was coming. Well, that's because you're, you're cynical, even as a child. That's probably true. <laughs> you know, like, but whoa, 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 whoa! I just got one. Can we put that on the tally? Me one. In the probably true column. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Not, not the true, but the no. probably true color. Yes, we're working our way. But prequels drive me nuts for that reason because right. they feel – and then they always feel like they have to bring in all of these references that ah. build forward. And it just – That it, did feel cheap throughout it, the film. It felt to me like a cheap in-joke yeah. throughout the film. Yeah. Such as? Um, the dice to me were overdone. Making the Kessel Run in well, because the dice percent. only became significant in Last Jedi. The what? So I'm True, sorry. yeah. I mean, the dice. Those, yeah. Like, that just felt overdone the entire, yeah, yeah. Of the entire film. Yeah. Well, because, again, like, I, I found the, an interview with well, what uh, about the, the Kasdans that, that wrote, yeah. and they said there were basically three things that were essential to deal with in the film. Yeah, uh, they say the Kessel Run. Of course it is. Hand-meeting Chewie. That, the, see, the, that Kessel, I, the Kessel Run. Why? And having Han shoot first. Those were the three <sighs> things that they were like, we have to do this <sighs> in, in that, the movie. That but whole, they're all kind of references to... 
everything else. Everything else and right. stuff that it, we knew already happened. Like we know Han meets Chewie. And I've read several times online people saying things like, "I really love Solo way better than Rogue One." That's ridiculous. And I no. just I can't wrap my mind around uh-uh. that. Like Rogue One remains one of my all time favorite. In oh the yeah, Star the Wars Star, uh, franchise. Oh yeah, it's up there. It's up there with Empire for me. Like Empire yeah. and it are at the top for me. For me, it's the first in that. That yeah. are because yeah. it didn't, it didn't try so hard to bridge the gap and make all the references. Whereas this yeah. one, like it right. felt like every five minutes. All right, so now let's tie this back in and give yeah. you a little something else here. There is one thing that I did like that was a reference. What's that? Which is the fact that they had Glover's Lando constantly mispronounce Han's name. Yes, okay. because because Billy D. Williams always calls him Han. In uh, Empire, okay. okay, and Return of the Jedi, and so when he kept calling him Han, and Solo corrected him, and yet he still kept calling him Han. I'm like, that is fantastic. So, I can accept that as an Easter egg, and that's a nice I little Easter that. egg in joke to fans. Yeah. But to me, there were too, too many. many and too forced in ways yeah. that just like the shot first thing, like shooting first. That was it happened. And I was like, come on, like, yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah, well, and then then you know you had to have the the whatever the I forget the name of the gang that secretly ended up being like the origin oh, the of the alliance. Yeah, they, yeah, but they had like, their name was like incest fun or something like that. It wasn't uh, that. Um, inc- did you I, just say on the podcast incest, incest fun? fun? Well, it rhymed with that. It, why possibly. would you? Why? Why would you even try that's the to only rhyme thing that with incest fun? Because that's kind of what it sounded like. See, now I'm going to look it up and prove it to you. I don't think no, it's... I, it doesn't matter yeah, it does. whether it did or no, not. It, totally it could actually be the name, but you didn't need to repeat it. Okay. <laughs> if it was the name, you shouldn't repeat <laughs> it. I'm just, I'm just going to look it up here really quick, because now oh. it's bugging bug- me. Did you have other numbers? No, that was it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was it. So uh, it's a massive disappointment. Yeah, I'm looking for it. Oh. What was it called? Infus Nest. Oh. It was close. Uh, Nest and fun totally rhyme. Yeah, well, okay, yeah. that part didn't. The first part rhymes more closely. <laughs> but yes, in, but they were secretly the Rebel Alliance. Nah. I don't. I don't know where to go from incest fun. It feels like you've just stopped. I think you've said it more times than cold. me. Well, but only you said in it. shock. Yeah, yeah. right. Like, <laughs> no, you, you just used it in casual conversation. Hey, should we talk about the Darth Maul cameo? Dude, I feel like that's probably your favorite part of the movie. I had a question about that. Uh, how did he survive? Yeah, like, wait, let me, I have to kind of scroll down to my uh, my questions. But, yeah, um, how did he show up here? Yes, so I, I did a little bit of research. Is that apparently he was on um, the Clone Wars and Rebels television show. Okay. And apparently after he fell down the shaft and was cut in half. Is that what happened to him? Yeah, in Phantom Menace. He's, I, he's cut I, in I half. don't remember any of the prequels. Um... He apparently, his anger at Obi-Wan was so powerful that he was apparently able to, like, hold the upper half of his body together until he got to a junk planet and managed to, like— So he drifted through space he, until like, he landed on he a He got on, like, a planet. ship going to the junk planet or something. Wait, let me get this straight. Who's so picking up that guy hitchhiking? He I, he, was, I'm assuming he was a stowaway. He was cut in half and yes. survived. He yes. a red and black face. Hmm. Yes, and I'm then on the junk so, planet he so managed. So Snoke, we're not done yet. Grandmaster Snoke could still be alive then, possibly. Well, but he didn't seem really kind of in a. He wasn't angry, angry enough. Position. Yeah, there wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't angry enough he to survive. Seemed, he got, <laughs> like a really angry dude. So just saying. But so, yeah, so he apparently managed to fashion himself a pair of like mecha- like mechanical spider legs. No. And then his brother. Did he have mechanical spider legs in the film? Did no, he did not. It? I'm okay. getting to it. No. Uh, this is a long way to go to understand how he ended up in the film. Then he was found <laughs> by his brother, whose name is Savage Opress. 
No. Yes, that is literally which rhymes with hate. incest fun too. It's a <laughs> <laughs> it does not. Um, and basically gave him a pair of mechanical legs, which is what he has when he shows up in Solo. That's good. I'm glad you kept going from gave him a pair. Yes. I thought you were standing. Pair of legs. Pair of legs. He eventually becomes a massive crime boss controlling a large syndicate, and so yeah. that's why the producers brought him in, because they kind of figured the Crimson Dawn gang is one part of the syndicate that Maul Can I be honest with you? Uh, having Darth Maul show up at the end, was that the surprise you were talking about? Yes. I just, I was so underwhelmed. Really? Never. Like, I never found Darth Maul very interesting. Oh, he's awesome. You know, he showed up for all of like 10 minutes and got killed. He's like Boba Fett. Oh, you're being sarcastic about Star Wars? Yes, I'm being sarcastic. Yeah, Darth wow. Maul. Was wow, you are really yeah, in a Darth, dark uh, mood. The Darth Maul bit was, a, I was like, that makes no sense in a Solo movie. Like, there's yeah. no like, there's no relevance to Solo for Darth Maul. And he was a stupid character to begin with. Well, he had a cool look. Everything else about him was kind because of Because his lightsaber went... He had the double lightsaber. Yeah. Double lightsaber sweep. Stupid, but not as stupid as Kylo Ren's broadsword. Yeah, there's a lot of dumbness. Yeah, um, but yeah, so apparently, apparently in the show, he did also eventually face Kenobi and did eventually get like officially killed. Um, so we can hope that Kenobi's going to show up and officially kill. Well, him. that's one of the things that I kind of, I'm kind of hoping that like Maul is not going to be if they do a solo sequel, like he's not going to be in it, but like Maul is going to be in the next anthology film. Like the anthology films become like the Darth Maul trilogy. Do we want a Darth Maul? It would be a way of trilogy? doing something different, no, as opposed to having a trilogy of solo films. Wait, 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 wait. Are we getting a Are we getting a trilogy of solo films? There's got to be is, another solo. Aaron film, Aaron Reich right? is signed on for two more films. I'm not sure after this weekend we're getting two two more solo films. I feel like a lot of people are talking about a Lando film. Did we just love, get a Lando film? Well, can we t- yeah. let's talk about let's talk about Han and let's talk about Han. Lando. <laughs> so we'll start Lando. with Han. Alden Ehrenreich was better than I thought he would be. I would agree. Han I will agree. Based on the trailers, I thought he yeah. looked completely bland. No, he. Yeah. I mean, he, I so he worked. He was probably the highlight of the film. Ehrenreich in his portrayal of Solo. I mean, like I thought he. Was I really. Fine, I thought he yeah. was going to be horrible. Yeah. No, he was yeah. not horrible. But I also didn't ever feel that that he really was Han. As I one reviewer wrote wrote that he didn't have Ford's charisma. Yeah. But that you could see him growing into it. Maybe. If you like, imagine Aaron Reich as the young Han who's not really figured it all out yet. Han. Well, see, that was the thing for me was that like he he's not Harrison Ford yet because he hasn't gone through everything to become the Han what else that is we there? know. Which he's, kind of makes he did sense. the Kessel Run. That's yeah. the only thing we know that Solo did beforehand. Oh, he didn't drop his. Uh, he hasn't dropped his uh, cargo for Java yet. He hasn't even gotten to Jabba yet. Yeah, no, he's, he's, on his, he's on his way to Jabba. Right. He has to get to Jabba oh, to get great. to Jabba. That's going to be the next... Oh, God. I bet you... Uh, oh, there's going to be... Uh, it's going to be hey, Jabba all take, over take the place. guess who Jabba's gang works for. Oh, the Red Dawn. Really? The I Crimson don't know. Dawn or Probably. It totally makes sense. It like, does. It like, does. Darth Maul has a massive criminal syndicate. Yeah. Isn't that a demotion? You go from, like, evil emperor apprentice to... Crime boss? It does kind of fit the whole Darth Maul <laughs> ethos in the sense that he's always not living up to expectations. Well, the guy's got no legs. <laughs> I got no legs, so I can't walk. Oh, God. <laughs> so I anyway, a crime boss, boss, but I kind of suck. <laughs> That's not bad. I thought, like Aaron Reich was, I thought Aaron Reich was totally okay. Sorry. Maybe even a bit better than okay. He was. Yeah, he yeah was. I thought he was. But he, he never really felt like Harrison Ford, but... Right. Was, Other than that, I, I thought, it, yeah, he was perfectly fine. He felt like Harrison Ford when he forced a kiss on Kira. 
Yeah. Blade Runner. <laughs> Classic moment, right? Because <laughs> men just take women. Now that's still yeah. in the Star Wars universe. I enjoyed Kira too, though. Like at the end when she chooses yes. to not go with him and says, "You know what? I'm yeah. going to do my own thing." Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, well, yeah, well, generally I like anything Amelia Clark does, except for the Terminator movie, which I didn't see. I will say Amelia Clark. But she's really good. She's very talented. Yeah. She should do more sci-fi, fantasy yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. She's she's done most of that. What has she done? <laughs> why why go why go yeah, there? No, it, it took me a, it took me a second. I didn't catch it on the Doesn't first time. Doesn't she seem like an actress that just be yes. terrific in a fantasy kind of? Yes, she would. Kind of dragon filled yes. kind of show. I'm sure she would rule the show. Yeah, I, I just feel like she's she's underexposed. Like she should really be doing more work. You really should watch Game of Thrones because she's not underexposed on Game of Thrones in ever so many ways. Oh yeah. God. Well, one more thing on on Han, real quickly. Yes. Wasn't it clever how he got his name? No. That's the kind of thing I just it just like yeah. There was a lot of little humor kind of built into the film, and the audience never, never responded. Laughed. I don't know if there was so it. much like, humor, was... but there were just lots of things that were answers to questions that nobody had. Like, I didn't really have a question as to where he got his name. Right. I just thought his last name was Solo. I just yeah, his <laughs> his name's Han Solo. Like I don't. It's it was. Well, it's kind of like you know. Um, Jeff Johns at DC Comics, like when he explained the origins of Barry Allen's bow tie in in the Flash Rebirth series, I'm like, nobody needs to know the origin of his bow tie. Like right. that, we need the origin of everything. Yeah. But that's the problem. Is, is the problem right. with it. like it's that was that that that's one of the issues I had with the films. Like, yeah, these are that's, questions. Yeah, it might that not, I don't need answered. Exactly. Is it like too much of that kind of thing? Yeah. Just weighs a film down eventually. When like you have two more of coming. <sighs> yeah, I we'll yeah. see. He's signed up for two more films. Like a couple things I read said that maybe they're not going to be Han Solo films, but maybe he'll be in the Lando film. Maybe he'll be because the next one they're talking about is Boba Fett by uh, Mangold that did Logan. Do we really want to like? Oh, if it's old Boba Fett, where he's just like living in the belly of the Sarlacc, that'd be awesome. Does Patton Oswalt when he does his uh, his filibuster? Yeah. <clears throat> is he the one? Does he? He's the one that talks about it begins with Boba Fett's hand coming out of the Sarlacc pit. I've only watched that once. I think so. And it's it entirely possible. possible. Yeah, because that's when Star Wars and the X Men uh, universe collide. Yes, yes. Yeah, he like pulls them together. <laughs> yeah. Well, does he? Also, he brings the MCU into it as well, except for yeah, Black but... Widow and Hawkeye don't belong in Avengers. <laughs> I remember that part. For some reason, that part stuck with me. So maybe we should move on to Lando, who you seem yes. to have enjoyed. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed. I was kind of mixed on Lando. Like I enjoyed at, Lando. At times, I thought Glover was really good. Mm-hmm. And at times, I felt like he was verging on acting like Billy D. Williams, yep. oh, sure. acting like Lando. It felt like an impression. Yeah. And yeah. So as unhappy as I yeah. was with Han not being Ford Solo, right. I was equally unhappy with Glover's Lando being so much Billy D.'s Lando mm, right. that I didn't feel like Glover entirely. It, like it felt like an impression as opposed yeah. to acting. Well, but it, but that I might explain that. why people like Glover so much because as we see with sort of the reaction to Last Jedi, yeah, the fans of the Star Wars universe don't want to see different. They like to see they things. Yeah. To see, That's a, they want to see things exactly the same. So it's like, oh, good, yeah. he's not a different version of Lando. He's Donald Glover doing an impersonation of Billy D. Williams as Lando on Community. Like, you could take his Lando yeah. and take it to Community and have Glover do it. And it fit in perfectly. You know, with Abed doing, you know, Chewbacca or whatever. And, and it worked and perfectly. It was, yes. like, it was right there. And so 
to me, there was a really fine line between like setting up the character and actually actually being a caricature. Mm. Yeah. And I felt like it got a little too close to caricature. I could see that from time places. to time. Yeah. yeah. Again, I think that's what Star Wars fans, by and large, yeah. kind of want. Well, I I kind of like the new Star Wars stuff. I know I do too. And I also I loved Rogue One. Yeah. I mean, which I, is I, very yeah. unStar Warsy, I guess. Yeah. In some I mean, ways too. yeah. Well, we're clearly not the diehard sort of Star Wars fans. We're much more rational in our. Yes. Star Wars. One of us is. <laughs> I'm agreeing with you on all of these points, so, so far, I'm yeah. as rational as you. Will you agree with this? That the scene with him and the robot at the end, oh. when L3 gets shot, mm-hmm. yuck. That was too much. That was, it was. Well, you hate the robots. I felt. Actually, they're droids. I felt bad that somebody went to Donald Glover and said, like, the emotional climax for you in the film. Is a robot dying. Yes. Android. <laughs> and you're gonna pick it up and carry it like your lover. It well, just, there was a weird, for sure. There's a weird kind of relationship between. That's another yeah. thing that I, oh, I want to answer. So yeah, I'd like oh, to that's get to why it. that's why Han calls the Millennium Falcon a she is because it's got L three sort of programmed into it. But it's like or because every every guy who's ever had an airplane is called a exactly. or I'm vehicle. Like, <laughs> I'm like yeah, I'm not saying that. I was like, but that did again not a question I needed answered. Wait, like, did you have a vehicle that was a guy? Jorge, my car, yes. See, not all. Yes, I mean, my current car is Marcella. But but typically, typically, men named their... in particular have always been... Men named their mechanical possessions after women. Yeah, Yeah. so, but yeah, yeah, it was was weird. I'm like, oh, so L3 is in the Millennium Falcon computer. I'm just like, if... I did not know that, nor did I need to. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just thinking, Glover was like, I really wish they would have let me improvise something different, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Really regrets Ron Howard coming on board. Well, again... You're going to play it straight, Donald. You're going to mourn the robot. Ugh. Ugh. And again, if and I didn't want it, but if there would there needed to be a lot more backstory of L three and uh, Lando yeah. for me to believe that he was that attached to the robot. I believe that she's attached to him. Which is I fine. don't believe. Yeah, I don't believe that yeah. he's that attached to her. And that's the thing is like there was no setup outside of her one line about him being totally into her. Right. Yeah. That's the only line that makes that somewhat plausible, and it yeah. still didn't feel plausible. And by the way, it sets up a whole list of problems I want to talk about when we get to L3. Okay. But before that, can I give you a bonus fair or foul? Oh, yes. This is from Annie Bundell at okay. Think. Quote, the only other person of color in the film, the, oh, no. the other being um, Beckett's. No, this is Lando. Oh, okay. Yeah, so she's talking about Beckett's, I don't remember her name. Oh, I don't the wife. Yeah. Who dies. Played by Sandy Newton. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Playing to any number of stereotypes about any number. African-American characters in film. Um, the only other person of color in the film, Lando Calrissian, isn't even a character. He's a vain clothes horse played for laughs and a plot device through which our white male hero measures his worth based on how self-conscious he is around someone so much, quote-unquote, cooler. Hmm. Mm. I don't know about it's that a, last a, part. I don't really get the sense of like Han feeling self-conscious next to Lando. I think everything okay. else in that is, is fair. I would say it's more an issue of of you know the plot. Basically, we we all given that we're kind of assuming Han is going to end up with the Falcon in the end. Yeah. Like the whole point of Glover of Lando being there is for Han to, I guess, sort of defeat him and thus prove his superiority to him. In a yeah. sense. Well, but when he first meets him though at the first uh, card game. He is very much trying to, to play that he's bigger than Lando and that he's cooler yeah. than Lando yeah. because of the way that Kira's talking about him the entire right. time. So if you, th- if you think about it through the <clears throat> lens of somebody like Bell Hooks' work, right. 
you might imagine that that Han sort of grows into a worldliness mm. by sort of rubbing himself up against Lando. Yeah, you know, very he's much so. kind of yeah. using the ethnically different yeah. to enrich his own personal experience, quite literally with the Falcon, but also in adding a kind of a, a veneer of cool. Yeah. To, yeah, kind to of a swagger to him. Yeah, that that that, that again, kind of an did ad, not have it, at the beginning, right? Yeah, so it's just yeah. I, I'm I'm not sure. I I think we agree too much, maybe for this podcast. I think that you're right to question that a little bit, but mm. I think I think that there might be like a nugget of truth in there too. That yeah, that maybe we ought to think about. Anything else on Lando? I do have something else on Lando. Let's go. Because one of the big things about Lando that came out in like the run up to the film was that the Kasdan writers said that in their opinion Lando is pansexual. Okay. And so I have and so Glover was asked about that. Yeah. In terms of of whether or not he agreed that Lando is pansexual. And this is Glover's response. Quote, how can you not be pansexual in space? There's so many things to have sex with. I didn't think that was weird. It just didn't feel weird to me because I feel like if you're in space it's kind of like the doors open. This thing is literally a blob. Like, are you a man or a woman? Who cares? I could see, in a way, the way in which space could open up pansexuality, mm-hmm. but it's not as like it's not as if difference in this on this planet has always led people to right. to, to. Well, the other thing too like, is, is an open going back to, to to the bell hooks. Is that that again kind of makes Lando that sort of very sexualized exotic. Right. Other, if he is sort of that that pan the one pansexual being that that exists, yeah. um, in the universe, just also happens to be the one black guy that we know exists yeah. in the universe. But this is a weird thing that there's so much of this film that's not in the film. Yeah. Because yeah. when we get to L three, there's other stuff that's not in the film. Yeah. That's kind of part of the canon in a way because the writers and the directors have talked about it. But yeah. it's not actually there. It's, it's not. But it's it's, yeah. it's really. Is this the stuff about Lando's mom? No, it's about L3. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, but no, but one of the things I read oh, was I that not, L3 not, is actually one of the things I read is there's that one moment where Lando sort of mentions how much he loves his mom. Yeah. And one of the theories is that L3's personality is actually Lando's, but like he like copied like that's what she's programmed after. That makes that whole yeah, scene. It makes the whole makes romance it really creepy. Really creepy. That's like, a yeah. whole weird. Ooh, makes it a kind of fun. Your incest fun. Uh, <laughs> we finally come back to it. <laughs> See? That was all a setup. It was, it was all a setup. setup. It was a that was a long <laughs> walk to get a, there. <laughs> well played on the long play, <laughs> sir. Deep planning. That's what I that's right. This is not spontaneous. This is totally planned and crafted. Well, this entire podcast. I know what I am doing from the moment I walk in the studio. Speaking of which twice. Kira. Yes. Love pretty her. good. You know? Yeah, that's solid yeah. character. I, I I liked her as as kind of one of the things the movie added in terms of a character to the yeah. Star Wars universe. I liked Kira. Do you think as a as like a Star Wars femme fatale, as some have labeled her, that she's a step forward in some way? For me, her choosing not to stay with Han yeah. and deciding that she's going down her own road, as evil as it may be, yeah. yes, like I think that the, she was, she is a good step forward. Yeah. Like I would watch a Kira movie. I would too. Yeah, like, I don't know that I necessarily, I don't necessarily see her quite as the, the femme fatale in terms of, at least because she's not really yeah. as sexualized or or doesn't trade in her sexuality as much. Right. Well, as but that I think that commonly does. But I think that that's. I think that's also a good thing. Though. Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. Yeah. It is a good thing. Yeah, and so like I, I would definitely Although, watch Akira movie, and she does. A, she does a little, but not. Yeah. I don't think in the way she's not walking around in a gold bikini. Right. No. Right. But <laughs> no. There, there are implications of the way she interacts with the guy with the stripes on his face. You have vision. 
Don't think his name is Vision in no, this film. No, but it's, it's the guy that plays right. Vision. Speaking right. of, are we running out of actors? Because <laughs> Brolin's in a third film this summer as well. Like, are we running out of actors? Yeah, well, Sorry. no, well, I mean, clearly not, because Amelia Clark's brand new, brand new to Alan. Did you brand say new? Brand you new? said Did brand you new. literally just say no, brand I said, new? No, I said, you I said, said brand new. You said Amelia nude. Clark is brand new. No, I said bland After nude. earlier, you said I should watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> I think that's true. Because she's overexposed. <laughs> I think that's a lie. Can you please hashtag the show brand, brand nude? I will, <laughs> yeah. indeed. Oh, that's fine to say. Incest <laughs> is totally out of bounds. Yes! Yes, it is! <laughs> Probably both wrong. Incest fun, more wrong. <laughs> Once you get to a state of wrongness, is there really wrong and more wrong? The Patrick Hamilton story. Wrong? Right? Oh, my <laughs> yeah. Lord. So let me Once give you, you get to wrongness. Can I give you Annie Bundell again from sure. Think? Another bonus, fair or foul? Quote, Kira isn't a person. She's a template for Han to try out all of the lines he'll use more successfully on Ooh. Leia in Empire Strikes Back. Oh, that hurts. Oh, that's interesting. The film spectacularly fails the Bechdel test twice. Oh, Jesus. Twice. Oh, I don't really like the Bechdel test thing. Um... Why not? It just seems like a, a fairly artificial way to judge films. A bit reductive. Yeah. Although the idea that maybe you might have at least two women talking to each other mm-hmm. about something that's not a man mm-hmm. would be nice. <laughs> maybe the power of it is that it's it it reveals kind of yeah. How, oh yeah, no, it, it, yeah. it's 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 revel- I mean, it's revelatory and kind of looking at kind of the way in which Hollywood really has crafted those kind of relationships in the past. It really doesn't yeah. happen in this movie, does it? Well, no, because the only... Well, number one, you've got to count L3 as the other woman, woman. in the film. Well, the the lead marauder. Right, and the singer in the club they go to. Yeah. <laughs> We're pointing out how bad it is. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't <laughs> forget Beckett's wife gets killed in the first 20 True, yeah, that's right, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, if Kira is... In some ways, you might even argue, if I push Dan's argument further... Empowered in a way, she right. chooses her own path. She doesn't hitch herself to Han. No, mm-hmm. she hitches herself to Darth Maul, which I'm not sure is is a lot better. She Although really... she's playing Darth Maul while she does it, one assumes she yeah. would continue yeah, to right. try to play him. Right? right. I, don't think, I don't think she's oh, hitched herself. He's, he's a not... fully competent Sith Lord. <laughs> is yeah. he? He's been yeah. demoted. <laughs> he's been demoted to crime boss. Spider legs. <laughs> <laughs> he's Doc Ock. <laughs> but anyway, the film might not have been great for women otherwise. Right. Yeah, Okira's as good as it gets, I would say. Oh, agreed. I I think so. Agreed. So we only got, we got about 20 minutes? Yeah. So can we talk about Chewie for just a minute? We have to. What was that? That was my attempt at a Wookiee impersonation. No, that wasn't. That was Fat Albert. (laughs) (laughs) Fat Albert doing a (laughs) Wookiee. Oh, oh, Fat Chewie. (laughs) Hey, hey. (laughs) There's your next mashup. It's Fat (laughs) Chewie. Chewbacca had one of my least favorite moments in the film. He sees his brothers in chains. He leaves to save them. Mm-hmm. Will he be back? Like, literally three minutes later, he's back. I'm like, come on! Ron Howard has made too many films. Yeah. Well, to pull again, that kind of nonsense. Well, and it's I just think, like a nonsensical well, but again, move. But again, like you said, and again, we said this beforehand, like, it's a Ron Howard movie. It's going to be perfectly competent. Yeah. Probably not a lot more. Well, and but I even, like even that, I think, falls like a little the, short of competent. Yeah. Like, when somebody leaves, they need to be gone for a while, at least, before they come back. Well, maybe well, he was subverting our expectations. No, he wasn't. Well, because even the thing is... He was deconstructing. He was deconstructing Ron Howard? Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> now, oh. that's a film we could make. Solo as a deconstruction of... It's like, it's like Apollo 13, but that's not. Right. Taking everything he learned on the Andy Griffith show. Right. <laughs> Spinning it But no, because like, you knew Chewie was immediately coming back, though, because Han couldn't push the cart. Yeah. Like, 
if it had been any other thing that he was yeah. trying to do, yeah. you could have held the suspension that Chewie was immediately coming back, yeah. but he can't move the cart. Yeah. No. It just <laughs> and, and, and Chewie's back so quickly. It's yeah. like and it's supposed to be this moment of like they're coming to and like ugh, it just, I would have been I would have been better if Chewie doesn't show up until they're trying to get the uh, everything onto the Millennium Falcon. Right. Well, I like, think that's a moment. Of, I think that's also another moment of fan service because I believe Rich isn't here to give us the extended universe canon, but I'm pretty sure in the extended universe, the reason why Chewie owes a life debt to Han was that Han helped him rescue his family that had been enslaved. Han didn't help him though. Well, but well, that, I mean, that, that, Han that, gave in, him permission. In, but I think white this guy? Was, maybe that's and enough. Saying, like, Han didn't I help him. Was, <laughs> but this was, but this was basically like, oh, we'll kind of do that story. Because it's what the earlier canon was based on, but we're not going to do it well, and thus right. it's probably not going to satisfy Hans, the people that would really want it. Because Han's initial reaction was, yeah. "Where the hell are you going? Like, yeah. come help me." Yeah. And then, oh well, all right, fine. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you can save your people. Yes. And in that time, I'm going to push this card about another foot and a half, yeah. and wait for you to come. And back. And then, if you could come back and at and, the last minute, <laughs> which is going to be literally a minute from now, exactly. Yeah. Like, we're literally in the last minute as you leave. Oh, so hustle so back. Monster yeah. Chewie at the start was kind of scary. Well, yeah. I mean, he's been starved and covered so. in mud. Days. <laughs> I guess so. I do. The other thing I do like is they are continuing the tradition of planets in the Star Wars universe that only have one ecological condition. Because apparently Mimbar is the mud planet. Yeah. Like, that's oh, good. Yeah. It's very muddy. Mud planet, desert planet, forest planet. <laughs> very simple topography in the Star Wars Water universe. Water planet. Ice planet. Yeah, yeah. Lava planet. Salt planet. Yep, salt planet, yeah. All that have breathable air. So we should jump ahead to L3. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Could we jump ahead to L3? Sure. Jump ahead to L3? What do you guys think about the whole robot oh, android rights it was horrible. thing going on? Again, it it was it was, <laughs> it was funny, horrible. but it really didn't do I don't even know it was funny. Much. I thought I didn't think it was funny. It I was thought patronizing. It was, it was preachy. Yeah. Is what I have yeah. in my notes. It's like, and you know, like what, that's what I hate in pop culture is the preaching. Like you on can, the one hand, I you do can like share it. messages without preaching but once you start preaching it's just well it, yeah. but again it's 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 i would yeah. chalk it up to kind of the ron howard effect is that it does kind of ex it does sort of attempt to expose what we've seen through all of the star wars movies which is basically the the droids are enslaved like they've got the, the bolts on them that keep them from doing anything i guess so like so this was an attempt to kind of right the play sentiment on that, felt like a decent one to me but the execution fell short. felt really forced well like, like stop telling me how to think hollywood well, not even that. It was. It was. Stop telling me how to think Hollywood, but also like no one bothered to help L three either. Right. Like. Well, no. The clearly, have to liberate themselves. And that was yeah. the thing is like clearly you're there to get something done. Like Han doesn't help Chewie liberate no. his family. Right. And they're all sitting in that control room, and no one helps L three. In fact, they get a little upset mm-hmm. because by liberating all well, of the androids. Screws up the plans, and it's like you do realize she's trying to set her people free, and you've all glossed over this fact. Well, but <laughs> what does that mean? Like now, spin it forward since this is a prequel. Mm-hmm. Luke is a slave owner, right? Yeah, right. They all are. Anakin is kind of like like builds his own slaves, mm-hmm. right? right? Like so, literally, right. it's like yeah. they're they're not only owning slaves, but they're essentially breeding slaves, right? Mm-hmm. So all these people that we see, well, as what heroes do the droids call in in the original trilogy? Are, are not in heroes. Fact, what do racist enslavers? What do the droids call the people that own them? I don't know. They call master. them master. Yeah, yeah. like master Luke. Like, yeah. like it's it's <laughs> right. It's so there, it's an undercurrent the whole time, and, and you know, do you so, think that was intentional in the first Star Wars? 
trilogy. No, no, well, no. Like, no. Intentional we're, we're clearly like intentional in the sense like of, like, George Lucas is like, a, I want to make a statement about race and slavery. In no, America. it's intentional in the fact that he just depicts them as enslaved and and like that's so just he's reflecting a, a white mindset. Oh yeah, and okay. a racist mindset and culture. Oh yeah. And so now we've like, gotten to a point where they're like, okay, we're gonna try to we're gonna try to, but it's gonna be a side plot that we're not gonna really do anything. Right. And even worse, now that they've raised the issue that these are in fact deserving of. Right, freedom and liberty. Mm-hmm. The first it what, means eight films, or all of the people <laughs> that we celebrate <laughs> in the films that come after it are racist slave owners. Racist. Well, yeah, but but even think about at the, end, at the end of the very first Star Wars. Yeah, when um, R two comes out of the X wing and he's all shot up, and three PO is like, "Oh my God, what's going to happen? I'll donate my parts." And I can't. It's either Luke, Leia, or Han. They're like, "Oh, he'll be fine," and they walk off. And I'm like, "Yeah, no, they do not care about the droids." That's yeah. Right. yeah. Well, because they're machines to them, I suppose. Yes. It's but now they're making it. But now yes. Solo has made this a metaphor for race. Is it too much to say that in the Star Wars universe, the droid lives do not matter? It's too much to say it, but I get the yeah, sentiment. It's, it's, I think it's, yeah. <laughs> right. No, I think, I think but so. Yeah, but, it's, it's, but if you buy that. It, and you it changes have to a lot. look at everything that comes after differently. Oh yeah, it's been yeah. I mean, it's been there the whole time, particularly in, particularly in the very first star in, in New Hope. Like that is well, the that's where it's all established. I think it gets worse because L three, according to the woman who voiced her, this is the quote: is she was doing promotion okay. for Solo. Quote: She's a self-made droid. Yeah, she, she literally apparently built herself. She created herself out of the parts of other droids. So I want to get this straight: the droid activist is also a droid cannibal. cannibal. Cannibal's literally the word I have in my well, notes. Well, she's not eating them. Well, but she's cannibalizing what? their parts. I mean... Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> she's literally a cannibal. So she's the, more like Buffalo the, Bill from Silence of the Lambs that's making the skin dress. That's better? Not better! I'm not, I'm not saying it's better. I'm saying it's, it's more accurate. Better. The point being... It puts the oil in the bucket. <laughs> That's another mashup. <laughs> the point being... Silence of the droids. The droid leading the droid rebellion... Mm-hmm. Is as has, bad as the slave yeah, owners. Right. Well, unless she took the parts from, like, already destroyed droids. Like, she didn't actually kill the droids So it's okay for, for you to eat a person if they're already dead. Well, no. It's the you. argument you just made. <laughs> I'm just saying... I mean, you not- died. All right. Yeah, like, whatever. It's just fair meat's game. Meat. Right. got a new pair of calves. <laughs> Oh boy! So How anyway, she build herself. That's I, yeah. Well, it's, it's it yeah. raises the chicken or the egg quandary. Yeah. Is that so? She's a droid that built herself, but how is she a droid if she built herself as one? It's yeah. it's hey. it perhaps does not make sense. Do you know who thought even less of L three? Uh, I don't know. Annie Bundell from oh, Think. Of course. <laughs> Let me give you a quote from here. We need to just pay her for this. Podcast. I was going to yeah. say. <laughs> quote, I couldn't figure out if the writers meant L three to be an explicitly feminist butt of jokes or merely standing in for all minorities who routinely annoy white dudes with their calls for equal rights. But to see hey, her hey, and she those... She also ignores a black dude. I would say she, she, annoyed, yeah, she annoyed the black guy as well. Progress! <laughs> I don't think you know what that word means. What you think it means. But to see her, Bride reference. Yeah, but to see her and those calls for equality turn to a, into a big screen punchline in 2018 was um, as brutal as her ultimate fate. I'd agree. 
I'd agree. And I think it's and I think that's because it became the punchline. It's one of those like, yep, we get it. You all want equality, but yep. it's just funnier if we have droids right. yeah, screw no, got, things up when everything's equal. Yeah, no, I right. Read, and I, equality by like having sex with Han Solo. Right. right. Lando. Lando, sorry. Oh, that's um, right. Yeah. yeah, no, I saw it. I read an article this morning that basically basically said what you said is is that the message with L3 is at best mixed. Right. Because yes. of the way that it's played for yeah. comedy. Yeah, I, absolutely. Yeah. And if you think more deeply into it, I think it really complicates the Star Wars universe in ways that fans don't want no, it. No, I agree. Yeah. Complicated. Well, yeah, no, oh, no, no. L, L3 is, is, again, the same people that don't like Rey and Finn in Force Awakens and Last Jedi and don't like um, the other, you know, diverse characters they've introduced, yeah. they're not going to like L3. Right. No. Well, they might because it's the butt of the joke and things go wrong mm-hmm. when you free the dragon. Well, like, if you think about it, she kind of plays the role of a whitewashed Jones in, in Young Allies. So yeah. She, yeah. she contributes to their success, but not in oh, not according to the plan. No, right. by, by sort by of mistake. accidentally doing yeah. something right. out of her yeah. own sort of like I created ignorance an that comes from her. Right, exactly. I created a diversion. Like, like, yeah. like African-American oh, sidekicks have done. What's this for, switch do? Right, yeah. forever in American cinema yeah. and forever oh, in American gosh, comics. Horrible. Well, and in some ways... I wonder if L3 plays to stereotypes. I think of, she does. Of African-American women. Like, Vicky thought so when the show yeah. was done for Like, one of the reviews talks about her having sass. Yeah, very right? much. Oh, yeah. And what is sass code yeah, word for? But woman. sort of that mammy yeah. stereotype that has been, like, kind of run throughout American yeah. pop culture. And so if you start seeing her yeah. as kind of a typed woman mm-hmm. in this film, I think it undermines further. Right. Any, it's, it's a, this beautiful snapshot of American culture. Yeah, like I'm even you're beautiful is in quotes. Yes, or yeah, <laughs> because you can see the 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 worthwhile goals that the filmmakers are kind of writing about. Right, but they can't help but undermine them in the creation right. of a character that's kind of grounded in these African American stereotypes. Right. right, and I wonder how much of that is a result of of you know this being a movie that that ultimately doesn't need to exist and thus has nothing to say. And so in groping for it to say something, they, they fall into So in the, in the era of, of Me Too, you want to use groping. Oh, for God's sake. It's your verb of choice. <laughs> but I don't want to. Bar over there. Struggling, is that better? <laughs> yeah. <sighs> um, but but and, it's, and it's funny, though, when you, because if you. Brand new. <laughs> I did not say that. Yes, you did. I said you, brand, I said you brand have, new. You may have to listen to one podcast. Yeah. 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 No. If you ever listen to any of our podcasts, <laughs> I should be the <laughs> um, But no, when you, if you look at it through that guise of the, the idea that she's sassy in that Mamie character. Yeah. It really begs into question when we talk about the behind the scenes of films, like, you probably need a cultural competent board or group yeah. to look at things because in the writing of that, yeah, she's the sassy black woman right. who's convinced that Lando definitely wants to have sex with her. And, sure. and some how like and even Kira's response of how would that work? Yeah. Oh, it would. Mm-hmm. Like just yeah. that everything that she well, does yeah. feels that way. And so if you're gonna write that character, that's fine, but you should probably have someone around who can redo that and go, all right, you've made light of this. Here's how we can make this a little stronger. Yeah, do something powerful with it. Right. Instead of having a robot that also looks like you never see a robot with hips. Right. Yeah. Like she's walking and swaying. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like the way. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just, it's, it, when the film ended, Vicky and I looked at each other and we were like, can you believe that? Yeah. It just to me was rather than classic American pop culture wanting to do good and, 
turning and around and doing something that I just I think short. whiffed yeah. pretty badly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He made a black robot, and then he yeah. made a black female robot. Yeah, right. Yeah, and then played and the only every stereotype right robot part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's about it. That's yeah, about it. You're, you're one for three. Which eventually kind of drowns in the other stuff that's so bad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. She, so she anyway. really is the Harriet Tubman. She she is, yeah. Like, she's the Black Mariah if you right. read Luke Cage back in the day. Right. She, she is. Leading her people to freedom and. Yeah. 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 But only in a very stereotypical right. kind of way. That right. Doesn't, yeah. And then, yeah. you know. She gets killed immediately there. Yes, and so all of her efforts are completely for naught because, of course, we know nothing. Nothing, nothing changes, changes with true. Yeah. True, true. Well, in a way, that could be a historic, like an accurately historical reference. Like there were lots of slave revolts before, right? Before change happened, but I don't think that's so, so. This is Haiti. Yeah. So is she like the Nat Turner? Well, she could be a Nat Turner. I don't know. It's yeah. hard to say. Yeah. Hard to say. But it's. I don't. I don't think it's good. No. Whatever you. No say, matter it's how not you good. spin it, like no. it just. It felt like to me yeah. that it went. It went south there. So I've got a couple of comments and questions about the plot. Okay. Um, for me, it took one or two many twists at the end. Oh, okay. Like there are too many turns, mm-hmm. too many betrayals. I love a good Ocean's Eleven film. Like, I love a good capery kind right. of film Right, which, again, like is the genre that this is kind of working in, though it, it takes right. – kind of like right. Deadpool, it took a while to get to yeah. what the film right. actually wanted but to do. to me um, – it felt like there were too many, yeah. and you could kind of see Kira coming. Oh yeah, well, right, like oh, yeah. could, especially when she's like, "Why don't you go ahead?" And oh, I'm yeah. gonna get these gems that are right here that I could put in my pocket. The, the, that entire scene was what two minutes, and it was, could have been yeah. thirty seconds. It would have been a lot more effective, right? So that you didn't see that she was staying behind to do something horrible and evil, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so to me, it, I like a good film like that, but right. it felt a little, it felt a little. Um, a little obvious. Yeah, it felt like well, it went even on from a little the, too Even long. from the trailer, like they have the in the trailer, they had the shot of Beckett telling him, you know, everyone's going to betray you. Right. And then they immediately cut to the shot of Kira walking off the Millennium Falcon in what yeah. looked like a very imperial kind of outfit right. with the cape mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. I'm like, well, she's clearly a bad guy. Well, like, and she's clear. Like, yeah. so even yeah. the twist. I mean, she was a different kind of of bad guy, but yeah. Even in the end, I was like, yeah, she's totally going to betray him. Well, and even that, like, every, I swear, every time there was a, a moment between her and Han, the camera holds on her a beat too long. Mm-hmm. Like, it sets up that something's not right here. Yeah. Because every yeah. time we see her, it's that slow push in mm-hmm. for a beat too long of. I'm just going to quietly gaze into the middle distance here. Right. Don't read yeah. anything into me. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah. The, the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. And then there was the moment where they inject the stuff into the hyperdrive to escape the maw. Oh, God. And it doesn't yes. work, and you're like, oh, my God, they're all going to die. Mm-hmm. And then it kicks in. Right. To me, that's Chewbacca coming Suspense. back right yeah. away. Suspense. Chewbacca leaves. Chewbacca right. comes back. Suspense. Oh, no, it works. Yeah, like, you know, just like. I would have loved them to get right in the eye of it. And then it kick in, not a second later. It, yeah. That would have been slightly better. I still wouldn't have liked it. Right. You know, once you inject it, you should just go. Okay, okay. I'll give you that. Well, it took a to while me, for the yeah, Falcon just, systems to adjust to the the super hyperfuel. Whatever. No, they they it, told it, they told us explicitly that as soon as it was injected. That's true. That's <laughs> ah, an older ship. It's actually kind of a brand new. Ship. <laughs> I, I know. Quite new, actually. I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> Try anything else. I'm trying. Yeah. And so, th- did, did you like the cape room? I saw a, pre, uh, a, a tour of the Millennium Falcon. I, I saw that too, and so I knew it was coming. I, I did like the, was, I did like I the Kira was, comment of. He has a lot of capes, perhaps too many capes. 
I would say yeah, but it to me it was like that part of that line of jokes that I just didn't think was very funny. Yeah. I was sitting in an audience. It was like a half full theater, which is yeah, about my, right given the numbers that you yeah. that you started us with. There was n- I didn't hear anybody laugh no. for the full length of the film. No. Like like the jokes just they didn't go. Yeah. Like the, and again, having just watched Avengers, mm-hmm. like those those jokes usually go. Like right. the audience yeah. responded in a way that they didn't to Solo. Yeah. Which is a small sample, but it's what I had. Well, but the question is like, who is Solo for though? Like, right. Avengers was for almost anyone, and you've got well, that's the greatest of Avengers that anybody can watch it and enjoy. It. Well, but no, I wouldn't go that far. Um, but it's <laughs> but it's but it's been ten straight packed years leading up to Infinity War. Right. right. Whereas like this so is a thirty thirty five year process. Yeah. Almost forty year process now, like of getting all these things, and now they're going back and doing what Avengers did first. Like you had Iron Man. Yeah, well, they were both, like the Darth Maul reveal just, felt like a very early Marvel right. cinematic universe kind of twist. It's like, yeah. oh, Loki! Right. Like, the question will be, I think, with Captain Marvel in that movie, which is going to be in the 90s. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. So that Mar- Marvel's the actually... Coulson. Right. Marvel's actually going to do a prequel. I yes. Just, I, can they do it in a uh, way that yeah. I feel like Star Wars hasn't quite... Yeah. Although I loved Rogue One. Yeah, well, that to me worked, but be, almost because it was a separate story, right? Like yeah. it was carved away from. And I think that that's what happened with Solo was that like if they had distanced it further, which right. again was why I would have been okay that got, at the end of the got movie, rid of the title, yeah, get rid of the title. But even yeah. like not even again, the Millennium Falcon can show up, but the movie doesn't end with him having the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, yeah. like there's still things that have to happen for this to be the developed. Han Solo that we know, which separates yeah. all those people who are like, well, he didn't feel like Harrison Ford. Well, of course not. There was time to get there still that hasn't happened yet. Yeah. This uh, by the end so of the movie, like he's there. He's, yeah. he's got to be there now. He's got Chewie. He's got the Millennium Falcon. Mm-hmm. He's been he's on his heartbroken way to for Jabba. He's yeah. He's going to work for Jabba. Like he is the Han Solo. Yeah. He's you know two months removed from the first. Yeah, Star Wars. I think there was I, there was an article. And if you make through. a sequel, what does it do? Like what yeah. what more do we learn about Han? Like, oh, like we we it, see him dump his cargo at the first sign of Imperial trouble. <laughs> So Java. it's a short, yeah. like, all, yeah. like all the shorts yeah. that came it's, up before yeah. Blade Runner. It's, yeah, it's a, short, it's a very short film. Let's be Uh-oh. honest. If it was a short, we'd all breathe a sigh of relief. Yeah, we would. Like, row, Star Destroyer, drop the cargo. Let's get out of here. Yeah, end of movie. I know. Be good. Let's hide on Tatooine, which is the planet the gangster that we just ticked off is on. Right. Yeah. Good plan, Han. Yeah. Or Han. Han. Whichever you want to go with. It's Han. It works for me. Well, it's apparently whichever one random Imperial security guy wants to go with because, you know, yeah. he's the one that named him. Very, very uh, weird. And and so if you ask me, like, as we start to wrap things up, if I liked it, I really liked the film as an action adventure. Don't think about it too much. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's, yeah, it's, it's but the definition you, of a popcorn movie. Right. When you start digging into it, oh, yeah. I don't like the prequely nature of it. No. I particularly didn't care for L3. Yeah. And so I could I could watch it again, but I'd have to really like shut off all critical faculties. Yeah. To enjoy it. Yeah. No. It's 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 a completely unnecessary film, and and you know, as an unnecessary kind of popcorn film, it it works. But yeah, beyond the surface level. Beyond the surface level, there's there's problems. Yeah. I think there's some pretty substantial. Yeah. Problems. So on that happy note. Yes. We 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 didn't hate it. No. So. <laughs> So better than Deadpool? 
I I, I have to see I Deadpool would take again. Deadpool two over this one. <laughs> I'd have to see yeah. Deadpool. I'd have to see them both again to be quite honest. But yeah, Dead Deadpool's they're, they're about the same for me right now. Yeah, I I, I would say there's not a huge distance between them. Yeah. I thought, yeah. I think they had many of the same kinds of problems. Yeah, Deadpool yeah. probably does not have the deeply seated problems. <laughs> Well, that solo seems to when have. We, when we talked about Deadpool, we talked about the way in which people criticized its depiction of race. That, right, like, there were uh, people of color in the film, but they weren't. Right, like, it wasn't a big deal, which was right. a good thing. Which right. we thought was actually yeah. a good thing. Like, right. Oh, three yeah, is yeah. the exact yeah. opposite of that. It's like grabbing you by the lapels and shaking you. You know, like here is my point. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, it's the exact opposite of it. Yeah. Which gives, I think, I, I would rate Deadpool a notch ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just need to see Deadpool again because I, I may – maybe I'll like it better the second time. He'll so never remember that, though. No. Never remember yeah. that. Never I'll always love – you'll be like, I always loved it. I don't know no, what you're talking about. No, I am never al- said I it, didn't hate it. I am always deeply honest about my opinions. <laughs> what? That's 100% true. Now that we've degenerated, you just like bald-faced lying. Okay, that, that, that's don't. not a lie. 